just to launch this conversation. This is our playground. They have spontaneous conversations. They don't plan this. I mean, there's actually something sort of spiritual about that. What's he do? He's a human being. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a sexist feminist. We should be friends. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of The Rob and Callie Show. My name is Rob Kay, and my friend Callie Alpert is our our correspondent <laughs> from another state tonight. What's going on, Callie? Hello, my dear. How are you doing? I'm in, I'm in Virginia. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, like a roving reporter now. Is that my new title? Yeah, it reminds me of the Muppets with the roving reporter. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, so Callie Alpert, our roving reporter. I like it. How are you doing tonight? Can you guys hear me okay? Because my connection's a little funky. Yeah, no, we can hear you fine. You sound great. Good. Excellent. Yeah. So welcome to the show. How's Virginia? Virginia's good. I'm doing work down here this week. And um, so I'm here uh, until Friday. And then not to jump too quickly into our the theme of our show, but... Um, because of uh, now, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm exposing the lead here. But because um, we're talking about spontaneity in the spontaneity tonight, I am um, I find myself very close and, and proximity to uh, Washington D.C. And so I'm gonna be there for the weekend, and we'll see what transpires from there. Oh, why is there something going on in Washington D.C. this weekend? Yeah, I mean, there's some really cool monuments to see, and some really good restaurants and things. So we'll uh-huh. check it out. Cool. I also heard there's like a big march going on. So you may want to check that out while you're there. Oh, all right. Cool. You'll have to tell me about that after. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. I heard something about it. So, (laughs) Um, yeah. So cool. So Callie is calling in tonight. And tonight we're talking about spontaneity, spontaneity, being spontaneous. If you want to call in and join the conversation, the number is 877-480-4120. We're coming to you live from the talkradio.myc studios in New York City. So, yeah, so tonight let's talk about being spontaneous, spontaneity. And I love this word. I love when I practice this in my own life. I love when I don't overthink things and get too into my head about things and focus more on my heart, my intuition, just sort of go with things, go with the flow and go with the moment and go with the energy. You know, I think for me, that's part of spontaneity is um, listening to my intuition and also just maybe just a feeling and just kind of going with it, you know, not even thinking about it. And, uh, I'm a Taurus, so I'm very practical. Um, yeah, very creative artistic side, but I also have this very practical side, very logical side. And so sometimes when someone invites me to something, I can be like, Hmm, I don't know. Do I want to go to that? Or should I go? Or I don't know. Is it going to be fun and maybe overthink it a little rather than into, yeah, let me just go. Let me check it out. You know, it's people. Let's be around some people. Um, so, you know, that's, that's something I, I try and practice and, um, yeah, I always think it's good to talk about even today, Callie, while I was thinking about the topic, I was trying to practice mm-hmm. being spontaneous and, um, some friends invited me to lunch and I thought I'd be too busy and I was like, fuck it. You know, we're talking about being spontaneous. Let me, let me get into some, some spontaneity and met them in the rain for lunch. And it was great. We had a really great conversation. And when I left there, I'm like, that's part of the value and the benefits and the rewards to being spontaneous is, you know, I think sometimes really great things happen sort of serendipitously when we're spontaneous. Absolutely. You know, I was, well, I told you this. I was a little, I was stuck. I love the topic. You you brought this topic up a few days ago, and I love it because I think it's such a beautiful and important theme, and we hadn't discussed it before, really. And yet I was a little stuck on it because I, um, you know, sometimes when you're so, <laughs> you're just so yourself that it's hard to intellectualize or talking about, talk about something because it's just sort of in your veins and it's just your reflexive behavior. And you know, I'm I'm pretty aware that I'm a pretty spontaneous person, but I wasn't um, clear on, like, exactly how it was, you know, e- example to, to speak of. And so I was talking to my sister about it earlier just to kind of jog my brain because she knows me better than anybody on the planet. And I said to her, you know, am I, do you, what do you, what do you think is my relationship with spontaneity? And she said to me, I feel like you jump on any bus, any plane, any train, any time, and you're up for anything. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, cool. (laughs) Um, 
because it's sort of how I, you know, how I view myself, but it comes in so many forms and it can come in big ways and in small ways. Um, you know, even like last night, so I'm, I'm here in Virginia and I'm uh, working, I'm with a group of people, but I was here um, for the first night alone before my colleagues showed up and I took myself out to dinner at a local place not far from where I'm staying. I'm in the suburbs of Virginia and this is a small example, but I, um, I was, you know, I often read my book. I sit at the bar, I ordered my dinner, and then this guy shows up and he plops himself like right down next to me and where I could easily submerge myself in my own headspace and just sort of in decompressing and not talking, which is something I'm really good at <laughs> certain times of the day. I decided to just sort of open up and be spontaneous, and I ended up having <laughs> this really crazy conversation where I learned way too much about <laughs> somebody in a very short period of time. Um, but it was interesting. It was just like a nice exchange, and it just sort of reminded me that when you're open to things kind of happening, um, you can get inspired, or you can have a nice connection, or you can learn somebody's story. You know, it comes in so many different forms. Right. Yeah, yeah, you never know who you're going to meet, right, Callie? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what you and I are crossing our fingers for. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I think, you know, just being open and sort of being willing to uh, step outside our comfort zone a little. So, so yeah, um, I was thinking about how also, you know, I always look to kids sometimes to remember things and remember how simple life is, especially about being spontaneous. And when you look at kids, they're so spontaneous. They're so in the moment. They're so just doing what feels good or what's fun or whatever adventure they can have. And, um, yeah, I think as we get older, we move from the heart into the head more and then we start overthinking things and lose that natural energy, that natural going for it kind of thing in life. And, um, I was thinking about how I had a girlfriend one time and she was a great girlfriend. And one of the great things about our relationship is that we were adults who were in this relationship, but we were really in touch with those little kids. And so we, we could play as well as do other things, you know, you know, pay the bills and deal with life and jobs and stuff like that. But we played really well together and we were really spontaneous. And, you know, that could be from just having fun out and about in the neighborhood together to, you know, in the bedroom being spontaneous. That was fun. Or just, you know, even going for a walk sometimes, you know, just taking a, a walk and not knowing where we were going to walk to and, you know, check out some of the, the greenery in the neighborhood. That was great but um i remember being spont so spontaneous with her that i'd start making up songs sometimes like a little kid i just was in touch with so much joy with her and one of the gifts of that relationship was this natural spontaneity do you want to talk about your sex life again is that where we're going already yeah i think 10 minutes of the show that is the theme of this year we're going to be talking <laughs> about rob's sex life every show so just everybody you're going to learn something new about my sex life every week Right, we did broach that last week. We did. Well, you know, it's like, you know, just keep momentum going, you know? Yeah, all right, I'm talking about it. Let's talk about sex, you know? Salt and Peppa knew what they were doing. Great. I'm, I'm in. I'm down, as they would say. Um, so, yeah, I actually, too, I've um, comes in so many forms of spontaneity thing. I mean, I, I think about somebody that I was dating last year, friend slash lover, and... He would, um, my, one of my favorite things about him and probably where so much of our compatibility was rooted um, was in the spontaneity factor where we would just pick a day because we knew it was going to be sunny. Um, and, you know, he'd say, okay, I'll be, I'll pick you up at your front door at noon. And then I would blink and like 12 hours would have gone by before I, you know, got home. And in between that time, literally, we would have no plan. We knew what our um, what our preferences were and our shared interests, mm -hmm. um, but we would literally like we would go and just let's drive this way. We'll we'll pick a direction when when we get in the car, and we'll drive north or south or east or west, and then we stop and we go for a walk in the woods, and then we would talk to a stranger. And inevitably, every time we talked to that stranger, there would be some amazing synchronicity that would come from that. 
Um, you know, we'd stop and go into a flower shop because we wanted to smell flowers and just go schmooze with the woman who ran the flower shop. And then we'd go eat. And then, you know, it was just sort of um, or, or end up bumping into a friend and staying at someone's, you know, uh, at a friend's house impromptu and just having a lovely time to the point where I was like <laughs> borrowing laundry and toothbrushes and all kinds of things in between. Um but, but there's so I really knew we would them. get to your sex life eventually <laughs> on this show. So can you elaborate a little on that? I think some of our male listeners would like to, or female listeners would like to know what you're talking about. Um, I'm not going to elaborate anymore, but the, uh, everything I'm saying is absolutely true. And I'm thinking about a, yes, a, a, a beautiful like weekend a year ago, whatever it was last summer where that happened. And an old friend uh, hooked me up with everything I needed from hen to toe and everything in between because I had no plan to, you know, not be going home that night. Right. Um, so, it, you know, but the, but the beauty of it is, is that magic really happens. And I really do believe that spontaneity equals synchronicities, because I think that um, a lot of it has to do with giving up control. Yeah. And um, we can talk, you know, more, uh, a, a little bit more about that. But I think um, that's one of the big things is not feeling like you have to have a sense of control or a sense of knowledge about what's to come and what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think it's easier to do with someone else because there's a sort of movable feast, regardless of who it is, just someone you feel safe and sort of comfortable with, mm-hmm. um, where maybe the unknowns don't present in the same way that they do if you're, you know, plopping yourself in the middle of a foreign country alone in a language that you don't speak. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe I have so much, uh, so, so much uh, testament to that, that um, when you kind of, it, we talk about it a lot in different ways, too. It's sort of when you let go. Mm-hmm. comes in all these forms, including spontaneity, which I think is letting go. Yeah. That, um, you know, really magical occurrences can happen. Yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking about the same thing, Callie, about how the, our show is a great example of spontaneity. I mean, we started out with a laptop and a cheap mic from Best Buy <laughs> and just started talking. And I don't know if it gets more spontaneous than that. You know, now we we write down notes. We try and, you know, organize the show, have some structure. Um, But our goal is to be as spontaneous as possible. And um, I had a new listener this week who told me that the show sounded great. And and what they loved is that we're it sounds like we're so into the conversation. And, you know, we always try and practice that on the show. Like at least I do to try and get away from my notes and focus on Callie and just talk and be as spontaneous as possible because that is really where the magic happens. And to give up the control, I think you said such an important thing, just that word alone. You know, I think as adults, we're, we have this sort of addictive habit to going back to trying and controlling things. And we don't really need to control much. You know, it, it'd be better if we just sort of like let go, like you said, and be in the moment and just kind of go with the flow of things. You know, we're coming up on a minute just to let you know. Well, then should I call then should I call out Sam really quickly when I was in there the other day and um, I was using the studio and Sam's facility to record and produce and host um, podcasts for another client. And I showed up with all these notes and, you know, I was in my producer head. He said, you should show up to, you should show up to your podcast with all these notes. You so prepare the way you do today. (laughs) 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 And then he made fun of us for our little matchbook notes that we barely look at when we do our show. So there you go. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Well, um, all right. So we're going to go to break and, uh, when we come back, we will talk more about being spontaneous. Welcome back to the Robin Callie Show. Tonight we're talking about spontaneity. If you feel like calling in, join the conversation. Our number is 877-480-4120. So, Ms. Callie. Yes, my dear. Sam, during the break, brought up an idea, which I hadn't <laughs> thought of. I don't know about you, which Sam usually does. And he was talking about being spontaneous can be a really good thing, but what if it's not a really good thing? What if you're being spontaneous maybe when... It's not a good idea to be that way. And um, I've been known to be a little impulsive in my life. You know, sometimes maybe a little too impulsive. Never gotten me into that much trouble. But there were times where I learned lessons and I was like, I think I'm going to think about that a little bit more next time. So I, 
I've been through times like that. I think more the time though these days, I think of being spontaneous as a really positive thing because I'm usually trying to step outside my comfort zone and expand and experience a lot of new stuff. And maybe because I'm a little bit older, I have some street smarts and some wisdom to where I don't do such stupid things anymore. <laughs> Although, you know, you're never too old to do stupid things, but and sometimes it's where a lot of fun is. But anyway, what about you? Well, amen to that, first of all. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming when Sam's talking about spontaneity and the ways that it could kind of get in your way, it has to do with things that might not be healthy or engaging in activities or, um, you know, things that don't really serve you in the long run. Is that what is that what he means? Yeah, yeah, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, okay. So, um, well, you know, I'm, I'm actually just quickly going to revert back to this guy that I met last night because the story that I didn't bother to tell you earlier was that in the first, you know, seven minutes of meeting him, I found out that he is, um, he's in his mid-40s, he's a dad for the first time, his baby is seven weeks old, he has no relation, I mean, he has an um, amiable, uh, amicable relationship with his um, baby's mom, but that um, they weren't in relationship when they, um, you know, when they, when, when she got pregnant, it was just sort of a fleeting thing and sort of a, something he wasn't really thoughtful about, and now here he is committed and trying to make it work. So that, I gather that's a little, that's one example. Um, although again, he's, you know, he's, he's trying to work it out. So wait, I, um, so wait, would you also say that part of the spontaneous things that he's involved with is his polyamorous life? Do you think maybe that gets a little bit out of hand? Weren't you telling me that this guy has a lot of lovers? That's a different story. That story is a two-day-old story. This is a fresh story from last night. That's what I mean. I, oh, you, know, you meet so I, many people. I can't even keep up with all the different people you meet. And you know what? That's part of I would say that if we're going to talk about spontaneity, that's probably where my spontaneity really serves me. And then we can go back to the more tricky versions, <laughs> the more the more sorted definitions of what um, spontaneity means is that, um, no, this is uh, me and my typical, uh, you know, constantly talking to strangers, and for whatever reason, the dynamic that gets created is um, lots of very interesting, deep conversations and extremely effusive story um, sharing in very short periods of time, and that is, I guess, one of the better parts of my spontaneous, you know, my spontaneous side of my my character so you're talking about (laughs) um what you're talking about is something that was a a whole three or four nights ago where i met i was um in a very similar situation but i was local back up in new york and hanging out with my book on a sunday afternoon and i started talking to these two people next to me which i had no intention of doing but i was just again trying to be open or spontaneous sometimes they can be interchangeable and uh, this is a long story to tell, so I'll try to shorten it. But, um, yeah, my Facebook friends have the benefit of a little insight into this. Um, after an hour of getting to know each other, the two of them are neighbors. They could have been lovers, the way they just sort of their dynamic. But they were, you know, they're neighbors, really lovely, cool people, really interesting. And um, he started to talk about uh, his marriage, which is, um, you know, he sees his wife like six weeks out of the year, and then he started to talk about how he has an open marriage and a polyamorous lifestyle. Um, and for those who don't know what that is, really, you know, just open to other um, consensual adults participating in the relationship together or separately. And um, and then, yes, so he asked me what I was looking for in a man, and I gave him three sort of soulful adjectives, and he told me I was asking too much. Meanwhile, he was asking for someone who could be, you know, polyamorous, deal with his lifestyle, given his um, career is a very sort of uh, transient one. Uh, he has some major familial obligations right now that are taking up a lot of his time, and it was like this very long list, and yet somehow I was the higher, higher maintenance one in the in the relationship. In the, You're uh, like, I, I'm looking for a good guy. He's like, oh, that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I get, how does it tie into our, our spontaneity? I it, guess. it doesn't. It's just a spontaneous topic or thing <laughs> that I threw out there. So, um, But I just thought it was funny. I actually wanted you to get to that part in the story where he had all these, you know, things that he's looking for. And then you're and he's like, what are you looking for? You're like, yeah, I'm just looking for a mensch, you know, and he's like, what? That's crazy. Anyway, back to my polyamorous life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was a little disheartening, but it's, we, we move on. That's that's one time where he was spontaneously giving information that was a little too much for you. <laughs> exactly. 
So, yeah, so, you know, sometimes being impulsive can be a good thing. Sometimes it gets a little out of hand. So, yeah, I think it's it's a good reminder just to keep an eye on that, you know, what kind of habits you have or behaviors where you're kind of going with it and kind of when you're going with it, well, maybe you shouldn't. Um, I was thinking about something else, though. Like, what about when spontaneity is a good solution for a challenge that you're going through and i remembered with the same girlfriend i was talking about before it was a christmas years ago and we both were broke we just didn't have a lot of money to spend on gifts or anything like that and um she was in between jobs i was really focusing still on voiceovers you know full time and it was just challenging financially and uh i remember we went and got a christmas tree And that was great, but we just didn't have a lot of money to put gifts beneath the tree. And so we decorated the tree and um, it was it was the night before Christmas Eve. And we were just we weren't lamenting, but we were just kind of talking about, yeah, we're not going to be able to get a lot of gifts this year. And I just got this spontaneous idea. My intuition said to me, y'all should take 25 bucks and just go to Target and separate and buy each other little tchotchkes and little gifts, and you can only spend up to 25 bucks. So it was like a secret Santa, except you knew the person who was giving you gifts. And so we got on the train in Brooklyn, went to the Target. It was a madhouse in there. I mean, people were bumping into each other or shopping carts and bumping, bouncing off each other because there's it's such a frenzy to get gifts a couple of nights before Christmas. And we separated, and I found her the coolest, greatest gifts. And I think this is why you know kind of like fortune happens or magic happens when you you are spontaneous and you don't think about it too much you just go with the idea or the energy you know and i found like a great i went to syracuse well cal and i both went to syracuse and i found this cool orange syracuse t-shirt for that was on sale from like 15 bucks to 296 i remember and then i got her like you know some hot sauce she liked and i got her like a big kid pencil and a pad and i i wrapped the gift i put on there to write down your thoughts and feelings like stuff like that and i just made these really cool gifts for under 25 bucks and i gotta tell you something we filled that tree and not only that but we filled our stockings as well with all the different things we bought and i was just so glad that i took sort of you know, maybe a, a challenging part of Christmas that year for us, and I turned it into something really great for us by being spontaneous. That's really that. Excuse me. That's such a sweet story. That's a really cute idea, and it kind of speaks to the concept of of uh, like you said earlier, just sort of play and finding some fun, um, spontaneous ways to enjoy someone's company and do something that's a little out of the box, but isn't some huge, big, expensive, you know, fantastical idea. You know, um, I think about the difference be sort of be, between kind of um, big, uh, big spontaneity and, and smaller spontaneity examples yeah. in my life, you know. Yeah. Probably one of the, the biggest ones had to do with, <laughs> I reminded my sister of this earlier and she started cracking up. Back in the uh, 80s when she and I were living together with another young woman that we knew, um, and my sister had a boyfriend who, to this day, I mean, is a part of our family, and he's a really far-out special person who's made more differently than most I can name. And um, we woke up one day, and he's like, come on, girls, let's just go to the airport with our credit card. I'm taking you to wherever the first plane takes us. Don't bring anything with you. We may have even been out already and hadn't decided to, like, leave without anything. We might have just been out, like, you know, getting coffee or whatever. Right. And so we literally went to the airport with just his credit card and clothes on our back and our, you know, and our wallets, whatever, and <laughs> went racing around. I don't even remember what airport. It was either Newark or LaGuardia Airport, looking for whatever the most viable situation would be where we could just, like, jump on a plane to go to God knows where. And we were truly open to it. I mean, he was. My sister and I were, are we really doing this? And who do we tell? And are we really leaving? Yeah. And... um you know, ultimately, we didn't go because it was more of a logistical thing where nothing was really um, doable in the time frame that we had and, you know, within whatever reasonable cost. Yeah. Um, 
but that's like one of those fantasies people talk about. And we were, you know, we were half game to do it. And the fact that he was, you know, um, had kind of introduced that to us was a really fun thing when we were in our 20s. And it was just a really fun kind of playful example of that. Mm -hmm. Um, Times where I've done it even recently uh, on a much more uh, doable, modest, everyday kind of scale Mm -hmm. um, almost reminds me, it's kind of my modern day version of like Pelaquilo's The Alchemist in that it's just kind of you, like, and, and this is where over the last few years when I've been really underemployed, and had a lot of time on my hands, but wanted to get out of the house, mm-hmm. I would really just, like, literally walk out, and I'd go into New York City, because, you know, I live just outside of New York City, New Jersey. I'd go into New York City. I would literally just get my feet onto the pavement and follow my nose and have no plan whatsoever. Yeah. Give myself a half a day or a day or whatever it was that I had, and let little, and just get really quiet, because I think spontaneity also has to do with listening to yourself and hearing yourself and listening to your instincts and intuition, yeah. like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. And just um, literally making a left turn here and a right turn there and seeing a sign that said, oh, there's this particular exhibit. If you go over here, and I would spend days, um, not consecutively, doing that. And it was really amazing the things that I would bump into, the conversations I would have with strangers, the art exhibits I would see that reminded me of, you know, where there was some synchronicity involved, where they reminded me of my friend's artwork or something that I was doing. Um, And it was like an amazing dose of medicine. And it's something that any of us can give ourselves. All you need to do is like walk outside your house and give yourself a little um, window of time. Yeah. It's kind of like throw away the compass, you know, walk outside Mm -hmm. your house and just walk in whatever direction you feel like going in and where you're being led. And I got to tell you, I have had some of the greatest days in New York City by doing exactly what you said, Callie, just being like a wanderer and just wandering wherever my heart wanted to go or wherever I felt like I was going. And that was great. And, you know, bumping into people and seeing art galleries and stores that I never knew. I remember I was in my own neighborhood. I'd lived there for a year and um, I decided to walk down a, a different street that I'd never walked down before. My intuition was like, walk down this street. And I started walking down the street and I bumped into this huge grocery store. I mean, like a supermarket in the middle of the Upper West Side of Manhattan. I never even knew it was there. There was a Jubilee right there. And it's like this great grocery store I know about now because I was spontaneous. So with that, we're going to go to another break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Robin Callie Show. Callie is in Virginia tonight. What's up, Virginia? <laughs> I would try to do a faux uh, Virginian accent, but I would insult a lot of people. But I am around some lovely accents, I have to say. Very, very sweet, gentle drawls. Yeah. Yeah. My buddy Doyle went to JMU. We went to high school together in Jersey. Doyle called in on the show, actually. And uh, he lives in Richmond. And he, you know, now he has a drawl. So when I talk to him, you know, it sounds like he's lived in Virginia for a while. Common law Virginian. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So, all right, so tonight, yeah, we're talking about spontaneity. And, you know, I was thinking about Callie. We've talked about, you know, being spontaneous, all the benefits. And, you know, eventually we'll get to takeaways, I'm thinking, at the end of the show. But before that, what if what if people are really challenged to be spontaneous? What if they're uptight people and they just don't like taking chances? They like to really think about things, maybe overthink things too much, maybe talk themselves out of some great opportunities or experiences because they're not being spontaneous enough. You know, what can what can we say to that? I mean, have you have you experienced that in your own life, Callie? Well, first of all, thanks for reading my mind and bringing it up. Since <laughs> we didn't actually, um, we didn't map out these uh, segments. It's exactly what I was going to approach. So, thanks for beating me to that. That's because you and I were like this, Callie. We just got that connection. <laughs> it's like this intuitive producing connection. We do. Um, I, I think this is a really important point because it's really if you by nature are spontaneous. You know, it, it's I'm going to back up for one second. When I was a kid, I was a I don't know a lot of people that know me well might not know this about me. I was a very uptight, anxious kid, and I was just constantly like tugging at my mom's skirt because I just didn't want to be separated from my parents. I didn't want to be out of the house alone, like for overnight or traveling or like sleepovers. 
you know, when I was 12 and 15 years old, I, I'd have to have them, like, come pick me up, even if it was down the street, because I was that um, uncomfortable with the idea of being uncomfortable. Yeah. And, or spontaneous, whatever word you want to use. And then when I got older um, and started finding myself more, I went to the complete opposite extreme, where I became like a, or at least, I don't say I became, but my free spirit was unleashed, and that's really what I've been ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, you know, it's still um, not at the expense of being um, grounded in all the earthly needs, like you said, the practical matters of life and being accountable to relationships and people and paying the rent and jobs and all these things, because I take all that stuff really seriously, so I try to balance it. Right. Um, but to your question, I think that it's um, it warrants no, because it's not an easy thing and it doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. So I would say to anybody who's uncomfortable or doesn't, first of all, you have to have a desire to be spontaneous. So if you're struggling with it, but you have the desire, then maybe it's just about starting with little things like in the supermarket, you talk to somebody you wouldn't normally talk to, or you take yourself out to dinner alone, or you, um, like we talked about earlier, go for a wander in your town in a way that you didn't without a plan. Like things that are really very easy and palatable and finite, you know? Right. Um, um, you know, I, I think for people that don't have a desire to spon- be spontaneous, it's not for us to really tell them. I mean, we can espouse the, the virtues of it and the benefits and the joy, but, you know, it's not for us to really try to talk anybody into it. But I do think that a lot of it, again, has to do with an idea of being comfortable with the uncomfortable and, and not feeling a sense of fear. And and also realizing that putting yourself in the way of life, as an old friend of mine used to say, um, has an added benefit, which is of honing your instincts and developing your instincts because you do have to face things unexpectedly, um, small, again, and large, not, you know, not a bear like attacking you in the woods, but something that might be uncomfortable. Um, and I think in those moments, that's when our instincts really have an opportunity to grow. So, um, yeah, I, I think it comes in. I think it comes in all forms. Yeah, well, and I think you said it. You know, people have to be willing to be spontaneous or have the desire to be spontaneous, and that's one of the ingredients of self growth. You know, it's one of the things that we sprinkle in to really grow is that we have this desire to change and to maybe outgrow the old stuff and experience new stuff, and so it requires a willingness to step outside our comfort zone or or try new things. I know for myself, uh, when I was a kid. I've always been very spontaneous being friendly with people. I've always liked people and wanted to connect with people. Um, But I think I wasn't spontaneous in other ways. You know, like I remember Mm -hmm. um, I, I wasn't... When I was younger, I wasn't a great athlete. Well, I I was, you know, I swam, I played tennis, but compared to other boys, I I felt as though I wasn't as great of an athlete. And so I remember like kids in my neighborhood would be jumping onto roofs from like a little cliff or something, and I'd be more apprehensive and I'd be like, nah, you guys go ahead, you know? So in that way, I wasn't that spontaneous and maybe that was a good idea. But, um, but, you know, I think I've gotten to the point in life as I'm older and that um, spontaneous in, in ways where I wasn't younger and um, I still practice certain ways where I do it. And then I've learned other different things. You know, I think for me, it's always like one of my goals in life is to be spontaneous because I think one of the ways that I've missed opportunities in my life and I've missed experiencing things is by thinking about it too much. And then by the mm-hmm. time I've made a decision, it's too late. And one of the things that that happened with was girls. I talked about this last week, you know, where, you know, being a middle age, I've thought about really great girls who came into my life and, you know, I wasn't spontaneous enough and I just didn't kind of go with the opportunity. And, and then by the time I made up my mind, this actually happened a lot from the time I was a young kid on. I think one of the ways that I was shy was I was really great with people and girls, but when it came to romance and stuff, I was a little bit shy. And it's like sometimes it took me a little bit longer than the next guy to, you know, take the girl out or something. And then I, I lost opportunities, you know. So I, I think it's about trying to seize the moment as much as possible. I, I, absolutely. I think that's really, really important. I think it's about um, it's about saying yes, which is one of my big um, mottos for 2017. 
Uh, it's something that I've tried to incorporate into my life um, a lot over the years, but I need reminding and I need to my own commitment to myself. But it's really about letting things, um, like w- w- saying yes to things that show up. Even professionally, I mean, as recently as like the last half a day, um, you know, I've had uh, a lot of possibilities and opportunities come my way that wouldn't have been the way I would have steered my next two months uh, on my own. But since they're they're showing themselves, I'm going to say yes to them. Some different opportunities, meetings, um, like I said, just a... Uh, uh, We'll see. We'll see what comes of it. But, but the point is, it's 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 not what I planned, and it's not what I expected. And so I think in that there's just um, sort of the decision to just continue to say yes, yeah, um, and not you know not know exactly what that means, and just also I think it comes it comes down often to self trust. You know, spontaneity, not knowing what's. Um, in the foreseeable future, and again, in whatever area we're talking about, whether it's traveling or love or business or um, you're talking to somebody in the supermarket, it's that you don't know what it's going what, what's going to show up from that. Yeah. And I think it, the more you're comfortable in your own skin and the more you trust yourself to rise up to whatever that situation is, mm-hmm. the more fun you can have with it, too. So yeah. um, back to your question about people that might not be as comfortable, I think maybe, you know, it, it warrants a little just a little pondering about your relationship with your uh, with yourself and with your own constitution, your own decision-making process. Yeah. Um, because if you have a sense of comfort and trust in yourself, then you know that there's, you know, there, what's the worst thing that can happen with taking a risk or a chance or saying yes to something that might not have been, you know, a, a new experience. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, all the work we talk about, you know, the inner work, it's an inside job, that kind of stuff, you know, all that reflects on the outside with us having the ability to take more chances and be more spontaneous. And, um, yeah, you know, I was thinking about how with guys asking girls out, you know, that's something that I coach people on and and I've learned myself. I remember um, I used to listen. I drove around a lot when I lived in Florida and I'd listen to cassettes all the time and I was in sales at the time. So I'd listen to cassettes on negotiation and learning business techniques and strategy and stuff like that. But I remember I was listening to a book on tape called How to Pick Up Women. And Sam's <laughs> nodding his head. He probably read this too. And I remember that the guy said in the book, when you see a girl say anything, because you're never going to get that opportunity again. And it's something that I suggest to friends, clients. It's something I try and practice myself. You know, I've, I've gotten pretty good at starting conversations with women in the city, wherever I am, and getting phone numbers and stuff like that. But then there are sometimes where I get shy or timid or I get a little intimidated by her looks or, you know, whatever. I think maybe she's a little out of my league, you know, and I end up not starting the conversation. But when... I've had the courage to take the chance and be spontaneous and go with the opportunity. It's amazing what great things have happened. I've, I've actually met some great women that way, whether they turn into friends or girls I dated or relationships or whatever. It's, you know, it's the kind of thing, Callie, I was thinking about this when you were talking, that the universe has so many great surprises in store for us if we're just a little more spontaneous. Oh, unequivocally. I, I don't have, we <clears throat> don't have enough time right now, <clears throat> pardon me, to tell you the, the stories with specificity, but I can promise anybody, and if anyone ever wants to contact me offline for this one, that every time, I mean 92% of the time that I've caught myself in a moment where I was feeling uncomfortable or didn't feel like stretching, and then in that moment said, stop. Say yes, open your mind, realize that this person in front of you is there for a reason. Whatever the moment of spontaneity was, something amazingly synchronistic or magical happened. Yeah. I mean, in in ways that are really, really mind, you know, like real mind-boggling situations that are really, really um, just huge confirmations of the fact that uh, in that moment I made the right choice, you know? Um well, and I think I, wanna, I, sorry, I, I was just going to say, I think it goes back to what you were talking about, you know, about how, you know, we don't have to know, you know, and some of the best moments in my life are when I'm like, I don't know. And I just surrender and I kind of give up and and not feel like I have to know it all or figure it out or know where I'm going when I take a spontaneous action. 
I also think I also think, and yes, to to that point, I also think that um, it warrants note here because you and I are two middle-aged single people that have a lot of freedom. Mm. That there are plenty of people with partners and children and whatever um, burdens and just normal life, um, you know, requirements and things that they're bogged down with, where spontaneity um, eludes them because the day-to-day takes up a lot more space. And it becomes, um, you know, in some ways, spontaneity is a privilege, and it's a it, it comes inside of having the freedom to be able to do it. Yeah. So I just want to sort of honor that for a moment too. Um, and while I can't speak to it with direct experience, I can also suggest that, you know, again, when I think about all my married and you know friends that are parents or whatever, there are ways that you can decide to give yourself that space, and whether it comes in the in the form of a a two-hour window or where you ask your spouse to take your kid and um, go do something on a Sunday afternoon so you can have those moments to yourself. I mean, you can find spontaneity, and it could be as simple as going and not making a plan on a Sunday morning, have a, having an hour window and deciding in the moment what you're going to do with it. Yeah. Um, so, again, it doesn't have to be some big, grandiose, wonderful, or I don't say wonderful, but fantastical, um, uh, you know, unattainable thing. Um, but I just want to be sensitive to that too, because it's easy for us to sit here and spout out, do this and do that. And, you know, for us, again, we have, while we have our own, um, challenges and responsibilities and burdens, I think that also logistics play a role, you know? That's right. Shout out to the married folks and the parents out there. That's right. So we're going to go to our last break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Robin Cali Show. This is the last segment of our show about spontaneity, being spontaneous. And, you know, I have a co-host on the show, Callie, and we are just spontaneous when she's in the studio. And we are spontaneous when she's out of town like tonight. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That is true. Yes. You concur, Counselor. I do concur always with you. <laughs> very good. Very good. So, yeah. So talking about spontaneity, you know, we're going to talk about some takeaways. I was thinking about um, how one time I wanted to get someone some gifts and I just kind of wandered into, I think it was like a CVS, you know, it wasn't even some big store, you know, me, the big shopper, Target, CVS. I, I've sort of graduated onto Macy's. Don't worry about it, you know. But uh, anyway, so, but I remember wandering in there and I just was spontaneous, kind of went in, had this feeling to go into CVS, look around, and I found the greatest gifts for them. And I must have, a, I, I know I have a spirit guide or something who guides me to really good bargains and sales and great gifts when I need it. So, you know, that's, that's maybe one of the takeaways, you know, we've alluded to it before and talked about it on the episode, but it's like, you know, just sort of like take a chance and just kind of wander into a place and see what happens. There goes our sponsorship from Target, number one. (laughs) Thank you for that. Wait, no, we love Target. I'm just talking about mixing it up. We love other places too. (laughs) In fact, I got to tell you, I do love Target. Target's a great place. (laughs) It is. I actually right, that's an experience in and of itself is just going to one of those like mega stores just sort of floating around. That's right. You know, but maybe, as in in Florida though and maybe in New York too they call it Target. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a fancy. That's the the French in us. Yeah. Um you know, a few other, before we do our uh, takeaways, there's just a few other little thoughts that I had written down that I wanted to share. You know, there, there's a, um, an old lover boy of mine who lives uh, on the other side of the country who I've known for many years. And uh, we're not involved with each other anymore, but we, you know, we've known each other on and off for many years. And I remember once he told me that he had um, set up an online dating profile, and I read it. And when I read it, one of his adjectives was spontaneous. Now, while I know that that can be true about him, I chuckled because I thought all I saw in the word spontaneous was a capital noncommittal. Because there's also, you know, spontaneous can also be um, sort of a, uh, you know, code word for uh, inadvertently for flaky or noncommittal or someone who doesn't want to make plans. Well, right. let's just play it by ear. Right. You know, so again, there's the, the sort of the flip side of um, spontaneity. And I think that it can be used a little bit as a 
ruser is an excuse for people that don't want to land a plan or commitment or accountability sometimes, you know? Right. Um, so I think it, it, it kind of, it can, you can look at it from both sides. Yeah. 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 I think another thing when, you know, talking about spontane spontaneity is, um, you know, maybe look at the people that you have in your life, you know, are they spontaneous? Do they like to go on adventures? Do they like to step outside their comfort zone and kind of inspire you to do that? Or are they, you know, more uptight and shut down and don't like to do anything outside their normal routine? And maybe you feel as though that's, that's affecting your energy where you don't feel so inspired to take chances and do things. So, you know, maybe that's another takeaway to offer is that maybe look at the people in your life, you know, which of your friends do you feel like you can be spontaneous with or people in your life, you know, even in your family or business associates, you know, who do you feel as though you can just kind of go off on a tangent and do something new and they're supporting you on it rather than being like, what are you doing? That's crazy. That's a really nice point. Uh, I'm just, as I'm listening to you talk, I'm thinking about, like, the people, the, the, my favorite playmates on the planet, or my favorite people on the planet are either those that I can share my heart with or my time with. Well, I guess that's sort of cliche. But I mean that, that they're like my, um, if they're not my sort of emotional kindred spirits, right. uh, where we can really go deep and know that we have each other's hearts, then they're my best playmates that we could do exactly what you just described and just kind of go off and wander and have a really great day or trip or vacation or whatever it may be um, without a lot of plans and just a lot of fun and compatibility. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe, you know, as I'm listening to us talk, maybe one of the takeaways too is that spontaneity is really more of a mindset than it is an action. You know, Mm -hmm. I think we were for the three quarters of the show, we're talking about it more as an action, at least in the way that it's manifested for us. Yeah. But really, if we think about it in more of a grounded, again, the ways that aren't so large and grandiose, but just in the ways anybody can incorporate spontaneity into their life, it's it's really a mindset where you catch yourself in the moment saying, okay, here I am in this business meeting, and I can't wait to get out of here, and I'm bored, or I feel insecure, and I don't want to, because this is just a hypothetical. And then you catch yourself in the moment, you say, you know what, instead of that, I'm going to do this. I'm going to speak up, or I'm going to offer an idea. Those are those are other versions of spontaneity. Yeah, you know, it's just about sort of changing up your neural behavior, changing your um, your habits, and and doing something that's a little bit more in the moment that's different from what you're conditioned to do. Yeah, and I think it goes back to something you talked about earlier in the show, which is finding ways to get calm or silent where we can hear our intuition talking to us, where it says, why don't you speak up or why don't you say something or why don't you do this or why don't you try that? You know, like maybe um, just people can take a look at ways in their life that they can sort of take that five minutes away from the kids and just breathe, you know, sit in a chair and look out the window for five minutes where they can take some time to themselves to get grounded in touch with themselves, their own spirit, their own intuition, because, you know, we're talking about spontaneity as an action. And I'm also thinking it's kind of a spiritual experience. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, in the opening of our show, we talk about these are spontaneous conversations. We don't plan this, you know, and it's like that's sort of like a, a really being in touch with our spirit where we feel that freedom to do that. And I think when we overthink things and we don't have ways to calm ourselves down to where we can really hear ourselves, it's more challenging to be spontaneous. Yeah, I think that that's a really interesting um an important point that it, you're right. It is a spiritual experience. I mean, even like I'm looking at just some of the notes that I've written down here and they all kind of fall into that category, which is, you know, really just about, um, finding your flow and, and freeing your spirit and letting go. I mean, that's what spontaneity is. It's really about letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, I think the word spontaneity often gets attached to, um, you know, a wild child who's, whatever, running running with the wind and hitchhiking across country and, you know, making all these big sort of statements about freedom and all those kinds of things. At least that's the, <laughs> that's yeah. my romantic um, image notion that I, you know, that I have that I carry around in my brain, sort of like um, Easy Rider, you know, um, that's what that film represents to me. That's what I consider um, 
sort of my my model for spontaneity. But again, it can be in just little ways. It can be the direction that you walk your kid to school in the morning. You could change the the, um, the direction. That's spontaneity. Um, so to your point, I really do think it is a spiritual experience because it has to do with sort of shifting your energy and raising your vibration and changing your wiring mm-hmm. um, in, you know, in little ways and, and, and big ways. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and it's also, you know, when I talk about that it's a spiritual experience because it's like connected to our spirit. And I remember that someone said to me that enthusiasm is to be filled with spirit. And so it's like whenever I'm usually when I'm spontaneous about something, I'm enthusiastic, you know, I'm going with that energy and I'm kind of filled with spirit to do it. So it's, you know, it's a good thing. And I think a lot of us could be more wild. I think most of Mm. us could benefit to being a little more wild and and getting out there a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? As you're saying that, I'm thinking, hmm, all right, so what what are, like, certain ways that can be spontaneous in the next few days? I thought you were going to say the next few minutes. We have three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Callie, you got three minutes. Be spontaneous. Well, this this job I'm doing, I'm up at like four thirty and five o'clock in the morning, so I'm not my my most fun self. But <laughs> the yeah. night is young. Hey, it's not even nine o'clock. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes know. it is. Maybe it's, it really is often just about walking outside your front door, or walking outside your hotel room, or wherever you may be. You know, just doing something that's just exposing yourself to the world. Um, because again, I think that there's a, a trust in spontaneity, and therein lies. Um, you know, this uh, just um, a, a larger kind of power taking over. Yeah, well, you never know, like, when you go to the ice machine, who you're going to meet. <laughs> Should I do a little remote now? Should I walk out of my room? I'll take you guys with me. Yeah, no, let's do it. Fascinating yeah, happening. no, we're being spontaneous. Open your door, look out into the hallway, and see if there's anybody there. I can hear that there isn't. So right. and plus I'll, I'll spare them what I'm wearing right now. I don't want to scare anybody. Wait, it's like your best sweats? I said, uh, I'll, well, we don't need to get into detail. I'm my hotel outfit right now. Um, but something like that, yeah. Yeah, all right. So, all right. So Callie <laughs> may get spontaneous in her, to- in her hotel tonight. That, that could be interesting. So getting to the end of the show, I think it's a great topic. Glad we did it. I think it's a good reminder for all of us. And um, just kind of go with the flow, go with the energy, go with the moment a little, live a little, have some fun. Have some fun. Definitely. That is our, and say, keep saying yes. I am, I am direct proof that it works. You know, I've talked a lot about how um, there's a lot of things from the last few years that I want to leave behind. And I've just sort of made that decision in my head, even though I'm still waiting for circumstances to catch up. Yeah. It works. Yeah. The more I say yes, the more things show up. And, you know, a lot of that is not because I understand what I'm exactly saying yes to or what I'm getting myself into, but I trust myself and I trust the sort of my 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 higher guidance to um to the degree that I know it's going to work out well. Yes. <laughs> so with that this is the end of another episode of the Robin Cali show thank you so much everybody for listening if you like the show just tell one person about it we'd really appreciate it take care